0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 377, recorded live on Saturday, September 13th, 2014. Now, the random topic rolled ahead of time. Who, on the show today, has the best quote-unquote manscape?
1: You, you have to refresh my memory. Manscape is pubic hair? I think it's just overall hair. Overall hair. Who has the best overall hair between you and me? I, you, you can't see the, the hair flip that's going on right now. I... Yeah, you got your crazy Jufro going, though. I do not have a Jufro, Andy. What, what do you have? Up that's- I have lovely shoulder-length locks with some curl and heft and volume. What do you have?
2: I have
0: lots of hair. I am actually surprisingly hairy. I don't know that I need to know that. Well, I'm not like Han's level of hairiness, which you probably haven't seen that either. Nope. Hmm. I feel like I, I, uh, I don't know. Do you have a nose hair trimmer? No. Okay. That's a... why do you ask? I was just trying to think of how much you care about your own looks. Cause if you don't care
1: about. Makes your... no difference how much you care about your own looks.
0: Why? If we have, I feel like if you don't care about it, then you're technically not manscaping. You're just being you.
1: Well, unless that my natural look is well manscaped. No, but then you
0: would actually be doing
1: something. I shave.
0: Well, Yes, I shave too.
1: I need to shave. I've got kind of a a scruff thing going right now.
0: I got a little bit of a scruff, but that's because I shaved on Thursday and because I didn't shave until Saturday before then. (laughs) I think I am losing this manscaping battle, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Andy. I am very particular about how I get my haircut, though. You you know your haircut, like, perfectly. Yeah, like, I, I can go anywhere and basically probably get the same haircut, which is good. Because that's always the fearful thing. You go to a new barber, you're like, what's going to happen to my head?
1: I just don't go to the barber anymore. <laughs> I haven't gone in, in, I've gone once in the last year and a half. Gone to the barber once in a year and a half? Yeah, it's about time I go again, too. The hair's getting a little too long. But what about your long flowing locks? Well, if I get two inches off of it, it's still about three times the length of your hair.
0: No, that's that's very true, since I, uh, my haircut is a number two on the back and sides and a number four on top.
1: Yeah, I don't, so I I feel don't like you're approach lot- me with the clippers at this point.
0: I feel like if I got that done and then compared the length to yours, it would be more than just you know three here, times.
1: Here, hang on. Let me let me try and get a hair. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, it's it's over a foot in length now. I'd say it's about a foot. I, I don't. I clip my nails
0: too, so I can't pull out a hair. I don't need.
1: <laughs> I don't need my nails to pull out a hair at this point.
0: Hold on, Kate's getting a tape measure. <laughs> The oddest thing I've ever done during this podcast.
1: (laughs) That is saying something, sir.
0: It's two inches long right now. Okay. And I probably should have been getting a haircut, but my brother's wedding is in three weeks. So I got to figure out exactly what I'm going to do haircut wise. Yep. Do I get one now and then get one in three weeks
1: or. Or do you what? just wait it out and get one in three weeks? Yeah. Just wait it out.
0: That's what I was thinking.
1: You got nothing you need to look spiffy for between now and then, right? Nope. Yeah, just wait it out. Okay. So I think I win this one. Probably. I'd say oh, the, my grooming practices, though, are the,
0: the nail clipping and the nose hair trimming. I, the, I keep my nails trimmed. Have you gotten a manicure? No, I've been meaning to get a manicure, though. I have. Did you go by yourself?
1: I was taken by my grandfather. By your grandfather? Yes. Yes. Have you ever had a straight razor shave? No. Okay. You did right before
0: your wedding. Yes. If I recall. I almost fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) As they were shaving you? Well, they had the hot towels and the 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 cocoa butter and everything on my face, and it was uh-huh. so nice and relaxing.
1: That your your nice spa day. Yes.
0: Okay. Found actually and, a place over here that can do that too. Very nice.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I think I've got the manscaping. You might have this one. Okay. Are we
0: good? I think we're good. Let's call it. All right, that's a wrap. This is episode three hundred and seventy-eight, recorded live on Saturday, September twentieth. 2014 show show random topic yeah
1: okay rolled ahead of time yeah if you were in starfleet what division would you be in oh do they mean like command science engineering do they mean well okay so the the question also in parentheses
0: follows command engineering medical tactical operations so
1: it's where would you be on the ship i do believe so it's not where would you be in starfleet no where would you be on the ship
0: yes huh I don't know. Really? Well, it would be some sort of science. You, you really? Why? What did you think I would be? Engineering. Okay, I could see that. I I could see that. Yeah.
1: You you are telling me that you'd rather go on science than as as an engineer. No, I would probably want to be an engineer. I'd be
0: specific though to what communications engineering. Okay. I wouldn't be a hura though. No, no, I have a horrible.
1: I'm horrible. Hor- ear. I have a horrible ear. You wouldn't you wouldn't be the communicator, but no. you'd be supporting the communications equipment. Yes, which is what you do now. Yes. So <laughs> okay, that just fits perfectly. I'd probably so <laughs> you know what I'm doing is I'm going back to when we played quintet, ah. and thinking about what everyone was. Uh, Bry was engineer in that. I think I'd go either tactical or command. I like the idea of captaining a starship. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. What's
1: so funny, Andy? I, 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 Honestly, I'm sorry, but I can't see you in command. You can't see me as a command? No. Why not? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure how to take that. I don't know. Uh, uh, okay. Andy doesn't see me as command material. But you see yourself as command material. I see myself as, as I could go into command. Would I make Admiral? No. But nobody wants to be Admiral. Everybody wants to be out commanding their own starship. Uh, I am I'm pretty sure there's people who wanted to be an admiral. True.
0: But, you know, all the all the captains from Star Trek, they always want to be back out on their ship. Yeah.
1: Nobody wants I'd, to be I'd, stuck in dry dock for the rest of their lives. Desk job. Also true. I'd, I'd be willing to take a shot at command. What was the name of that game? The Quintet? Quintet. Still out there. Multiplayer space game, yep. Uh, there was another one that's a little more complex called Artemis. Ah, yes, that was the one I was remembering. But Quintet was the easier to access one that we all played. Gotcha. Okay, so Andy would probably be in engineering. I'd go for command, although Andy thinks that I wouldn't do very well there. And that's it, right?
0: Yes, I think that's about it,
1: yeah. You want to finish it then?
0: I guess that's a wrap then. There you go. This is episode 379, recorded live on Sunday, September 28th, 2014. Random topic. Random topic, rolled ahead of time. Are you spring, summer, fall, or winter?
1: So when we when we first read this random topic, Kate Andy's wife sent a link to both Andy and I. Uh, that is a like, what is your color kind of thing? What makeup colors complement your complexion?
0: I so was A. So what did a? you come out
1: with, Andy? A. I don't know what that means. It's A. I that means I think you mostly took the first answers. Oh, I got I mostly C's. Oh, uh, choose colors that have yellow undertone. Avoid colors with a red base. So I guess. Fall, medium beige, plums and mauve. Alright, so
0: here's the other question then. If you were internally stuck in one of the seasons, which one would you want to be in? If I were internally stuck Sorry, ex, and en- internally. Eternally. Eternally.
1: Okay. It's one of those words. Internally. What is internally? Words. I if I you speak were good. Internally stuck. If yes. you were in one of these seasons forever and ever and ever. Yes they all have downsides if you were eternally stuck in spring it would be rainy and i mean it, the temperature is good in spring yes but there i is like a the lot temperature of rain in spring. there's a lot of rain sometimes snow because i'm going with the actual dates of the seasons yeah so spring is march 21st right april I 21st
0: so. i don't know when the spring no equinox it's is. it's
1: march it's got to be march
0: spring equinox friday march 20th.
1: Yeah. So 20th, 21st somewhere around there. So late march, right? There's there's snow in late march from time to time. So you'd have some snow, you'd have allergies because it's until june 21st. Like you get the whole range in spring. You get bitter cold, you get uh really 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 fucking hot, you get a lot of rain, you get some snow, you get pollen. Everything starts blooming in the spring. So you got lots of allergies all your allergies go nuts the summer oh my god so hot so oh hot. my god forever like every day well not all summers were hot though some of the this summer there was a couple days that were hot but it was pretty mild for most of it uh maybe where you live <laughs> i had the ac running for like the entire month of july mm. and half of august fall is nice except everything is dying And winter is just No, this is. (laughs) Brace yourselves. Winter is coming. This is why I live in the Midwest. I don't want any one season forever and ever and ever. I like getting all of them because they all have downsides, but they all have good sides, too. Spring is is new life. It's everything coming back from the winter. It's being uh, fresh. The summer is the time when you get to go outside. You get to get like these good gardens, great crops. Food is delicious. Life is good. The fall is very nice and peaceful. It's relaxing. You get to watch the trees turning. The colors are absolutely beautiful. Right now, the trees outside of my office window are just uh, there's there's these bright yellow trees and some reds. And then winter, you get to play in the snow. I would not want... This is why I live in the Midwest, is so I don't get one season eternally. If I wanted one season eternally, I'd move to San Francisco.
0: San Francisco is what? Spring internally? Internally? Eternally. E...
1: uh. When someone is eternal. When something is eternal. Antarctica is, is inside.
0: Antarctica is what? Eternally winter? Winter, yes. Um southwest is pretty summery. Yep, there's no place that
1: is eternally spring. No. Oh, the UK. (laughs) They get some snow, but...
0: Not very often, but when they do, everything shuts down.
1: Yeah. No, that's not true.
0: What about you, Andy? I'd be leaning towards fall and winter for me. Okay, but that's two choices. I know that's two choices. Yes, I know. I can't... Kate is in shock by my answer.
1: So what season are you? What's your favorite
0: Vivaldi Seasons piece? Well, I could sing you Spring, but I'm not sure if I know
1: any of the others. Okay. We might Everybody to, knows Spring. We might need to come back to this question next week after Andy has listened to Vivaldi's Four Seasons. Do I
0: actually have it in my iTunes? It's on YouTube. Oh, it's, or it's on YouTube, yes. I
1: don't know.
0: My gut answer is going to say Fall. Okay. That's just my gut. Okay. Fall. Are we
1: good? I think so. I think think we're done. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. This is episode 380, recorded live on Sunday, October 5th, 2014. Okay, random topic. This is one that a surprisingly large number of people have actually
3: given thought to. Neither of us, or Have you actually thought about this?
1: Ah, not officially.
3: Okay, me neither.
1: If you had 24 hours to plan for the zombie apocalypse, what would you do? My immediate reaction is summon old gods, because clearly that's what works in human resources. Yeah, do zombies count as humans, though? No. I'm saying, like, you've got one apocalypse, so start another one. Oh, I see. Uh, well, okay, what would you do, Brendan? 24 hours. You have one day to plan. Well, first off... See, but what this is really asking you to do... Wait a minute, wait a minute. This is asking you... Right now, what would you use the next 24 hours to plan? I'd use the next 24 hours to plan. That's the point of planning. I don't have a plan right
3: now. Yeah, but just planning for 24 hours and then not taking any action would probably leave you well, hosed anyway. But the question is, if you had 24 hours
1: to plan for it, it's not you have 24 hours to prepare for it. All right, now you're just getting
3: into the nitty gritty and being a dick.
1: Yes, I am, but that's what I do. But... Siri, like, if you, if you, okay, so should we, should we interpret the question? Because we've always said, like, it's what the question is asking. And so if you interpret it as, there is like in 24 hours the zombie apocalypse will start what do you do I think this comes that is a very different question than you have 24 hours to plan for the zombie apocalypse I think this
3: comes down to how much longer do we need to record because if we are ready to stop now we just say okay we plan done (laughs) but if we still need to record for a little bit I think we should interpret we we plan I'm done planning ta-da
1: I mean that's that's my answer is what would you do I'd plan for 24 hours i'd come up with something to either prevent the zombie apocalypse or a way to uh get i guess i could get prepared for it and try and outlive it
3: can you survive a zombie apocalypse i would say so but then again i've also read quite a lot of the walking dead comic books
1: or is it like defeatist and you just say nope i'm gonna my my plan is to go and find like a bunch of insulin and just inject it into my arm.
3: Or do you take the Deadpool route and treat it like Christmas? See, but if
1: you do that, chances of you getting
3: sick are, oh, but it depends on what kind of zombie. Yeah, that's the thing, is there's so many types of zombies at this point that, You're just like, okay, then. Like, there's the. It's only. You only turn into a zombie if you're bitten zombie. There is the zombie apocalypse of bodily fluids. Bodily fluids. There's also the one where it's a weird virus where even if you don't come in contact with a zombie, if you die, you still become a zombie. Right.
1: Or not even die. Like, you just need to be in the area with zombies. The infection will kill you and then turn you into a zombie.
3: Right. I, there's just so many of them that it's just like, that I think would matter, although I would imagine at that point you have no idea. Like, I would have no idea how to figure out what type of zombie apocalypse it was. But I guess that's what you have the 24 hours to plan for. Yeah, I would just buy lots of swords and armor and food. Swords? Dude, close combat with zombies? yeah but you don't run out of ammunition at that point
1: so like spears something that's a little further away swords are are close what if it gets
3: on you that's why i said armor so like swords and a biohazard suit well i i don't think i'd go that far i'd probably go you know a uh, motorcycle helmet and then go to like a sporting goods store and get, you know, some hockey gear, something. Leather jacket. And yeah, just something that's a little tougher than normal. I don't know. That's
1: so let's let's say you, you you need to prepare. What do you do? You, so you go and go to the sporting goods store and buy stuff. So you take the uh the dead rising approach.
3: A little bit. I mean, Sporting Goods store would probably be good for defensive equipment. And then there's got to be some kind of, you know, fan, uh, like fantasy blade store or something. Although those are probably cheap blades. So the other question is, are they smart zombies or are they stupid zombies? So pretty much are you saying you're saying like, um, oh, I can't even remember. I am legend versus... You know, Walking Dead kind of thing.
1: Right. Because if they're smart zombies, like they can set traps and they can figure out ways into things, you're kind of screwed. If they're smart zombies, we're screwed anyways. Then again, if they're smart zombies, is it really so bad being a zombie? Yeah, that's true. Like, who's to say it's not the same person that was there before? Now I got to think about that.
3: Didn't they make a movie about that? Like
1: some kind of goofy spoof movie? Uh-uh. Uh huh. The only goofy spoof movie I remember for zombies was Zombieland, which was awesome. Oh, I heard they're making a sequel to that finally. Damn it. That's less
3: than awesome. It depends on the sequel. That movie was good where it was. It should be left alone. Some sequels aren't bad. Captain America 2 is better than the first one. Winter Soldier? I thought so. OK. I mean, the first one was good. But... I,
1: I think we're getting off topic, though. Oh, come on. That's par for the court and you know it. Yeah, but I think that also signals that we're at a good place. So, okay. uh, yeah. So so what would you do for the zombie apocalypse I would run out my credit I card. I mean, the, the actual answer to the, the actual question is plan. But for preparing, Brendan's going to go for the, uh, the sporting goods store. For me, it depends what kind of zombies and what to expect. Uh, probably find a nice protected area that has food that we can continue to grow and I would gather all of my friends there and enough people to potentially survive and repopulate.
3: So, farmhouse... So, basically, I'd make a vault. Farmhouse in the middle of nowhere probably wouldn't be the worst. No, God is selected. Well, you don't think the middle of nowhere approach is a good one? Oh, hell no.
1: Like, you want to be at the outer edge of where there are people. You don't want to be in the middle of the city. That's a
3: bad idea. I'm curious. Have you seen or read or played anything Walking Dead related? Nope. I'm curious what you would think of how they approach a lot of the... Uh, trials, I guess. All right. Well, maybe I will start watching or
1: reading Walking. I Dead. would recommend
3: reading the comics and possibly playing the game. Uh, after those, the TV show just didn't do it, and the first season was alright. Okay, but you're better off with the cop. I can
1: just I can play your version of Walking. Yeah, Dead. go for it. I got uh, both seasons of it. Okay. Cool. Um, I think that's it then. All right. All right. That's a wrap.
0: This is episode 381, recorded live on Saturday, October 11th, 2013. So, uh, random topic. Yeah. All right. How much do you charge for being a hostage negotiator? I would be a horrible hostage negotiator.
1: So not much.
0: No. (laughs) I would be like, are you sure you want me to
1: do this? Uh, I'll I'll give it my best shot, but... (laughs) someone might die because of this just letting you know beforehand i d- i need you to sign this waiver uh absolving <laughs> me of all responsibility
0: yeah yeah just sign it here okay
1: so would would you charge then is that
0: no i don't think i would charge i would i would feel bad enough that maybe if something happened then maybe i'd be like hey do you do you think you could help me out here i i, I did you a favor so-
1: is, the question is, is this a specific you, like how much would you, Andy Lowe, charge or how much would I charge versus how much would you ideally charge? How much would you
0: charge for being a hostage negotiator? So we're not paying anybody else. We are becoming hostage negotiators and we need to set a rate. For our hostage negotiation.
1: Most hostage negotiators don't work on a, like, per contract basis.
0: Yeah, normally it's uh, a percentage of something, if I remember correctly.
1: Isn't it normally, like, the FBI? Well, what I'm thinking is along the lines of... No, 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 no. Are there independent hostage negotiators? Yes.
0: I was trying to explain that. Um, Down in, like, South America and such, if you are a wealthy... American businessmen, most of the time, some of the drug cartels or other people, if you are in dangerous foreign locations, would, you know, kidnap you and then ransom you off for money. And so there are independent hostage negotiators that companies would hire in order to spearhead your safe return. Okay. So they they do
1: exist. I I have seen multiple documents. Based on, on like... Forty seconds of Googling while Andy was just describing that. Uh, I would charge the the going market rate based on other members of the International Association of Hostage Negotiators. They do exist. There's a wait, there's a store? The store is under construction. There's an e-commerce store for the International Association of Hostage Negotiators. At are you ready for this? Yeah. Hostagenegotiation.com <laughs> Oh,
0: crap. We are. Somebody got crap. We need to find a hostage negotiator. Google hostage negotiator. Oh, look at that.
1: <laughs> Training opportunities. Andy, you want to go to Vegas and get trained on how to be a hostage negotiator? No, I think I'm good. You sure? It's only like a four day course. Four day course? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Prepayment is not required to attend part of the Public Agency Training Council. This has to be a scam. <laughs>
0: I don't know. There is the Rocky Mountain hostage Negotiators. Their conference was held uh, back in September.
1: Wow. So since it's a market rate, evidently, I would charge the going market rate based on my skills and my, my success rate and the difficulty of the negotiation. I'm trying to see. I'm reading. Laura, Laura is pointing out that they they probably get pretty good rates, given that they are negotiators for a living. True. So you're negotiating for the rate to negotiate.
0: <laughs> oh, that's an excellent point there. Yep. Oh, I can help you out, but you know I got to get paid this amount. Oh, you're not going to pay me that amount? All right. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. See you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the interview process to be a negotiator, right? <laughs> How much are you gonna pay? Well, here here's I'll, let me lay down the facts and let me I, I can even demonstrate techniques because I, you know, this is what I need to get paid and otherwise I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Alright. Are we good? So would I what well, would I charge any I wouldn't. It it would be bad. People Andy wouldn't <laughs> charge. I'd go get trained and then I'd charge the market rate.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm good without getting trained. I'm just not gonna hostage, that's Have fun with that. Really? If you got kidnapped, would
1: would I try and negotiate for you? Maybe, but I feel like... Or uh, more likely you'd go and hire a hostage negotiator. Probably. Okay. Well, with that taken care of, I will never... uh, uh, Yeah, I'll try not to get in those situations. Okay, well, that's good. All right. All right. Cool. I think that's it. Yep, that's a wrap.
0: This is episode 383, recorded live on Saturday, October 25th.
1: 2014 okay random topic
0: random topic rolled ahead of time speaking of smartphones what would you do if you were not allowed a smartphone anymore
1: use a tablet oh he just saw the loophole and went right right for (laughs) you you asked me that at the beginning of, of the podcast like i know exactly how to answer that that's an easy one Yes, yes it is. I'd use a non-smartphone. I'd use just a regular phone and I'd have a tablet, especially
0: now that you can uh make phone calls outside uh through Google Hangouts. Right. You just need it you just need a Wi-Fi connection and boom. It's not a smartphone. It's a it's a tablet. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a uh, one of the guys at the radio station has an iPad and an iPhone or not an iPhone, an iPod Touch,
1: and he just uses the microphone on the iPod Touch. Yeah, yep. Like and you, he, you don't he, need you don't need a, a phone anymore as long as you have a Wi Fi connection.
0: Yeah, there's the caveat: as long as you have a Wi Fi connection. Yep. Which. Wi-Fi is many places. It's still not everywhere. Granted, cellular connections are many places, but they're still not not everywhere. everywhere. Right.
2: I
1: mean, so what's the the difference there? Coverage. Yep. Cell phone coverage is wider, but that's about it.
0: It might also be faster depending on what the Wi-Fi connection is attached to. True. Because you still could, you know, have the the top-of-the-line Wi-Fi connection, but if you're attached to a DSL line... You're not yep. going to have LTE speed through that.
1: Yep, that is true. But what would I do without a cell- without a smartphone if I couldn't use a smartphone? I'd use a tablet and wearables.
0: You try and augment the smartphone-ness
1: to other items. We are moving closer and closer towards something called ubiquitous computing.
0: Is that, did that start when everybody said, hey, the cloud is
1: everywhere? It started long before the cloud was a term. Okay. Besides, the cloud is, when people say the cloud, they're, they're, I laugh at that because the cloud is what we used to have.
0: I still like it when people at work talk about our private network as the cloud. It's like, no, no, you, you, you can't, no. Yes, you can access it from any building because they're all on the same network. Can
1: you access it from outside of the buildings if you VPN in?
0: If you VPN in, yes. Then it's the the cloud. The number of people who have VPN connections is a handful.
1: Okay. So for those people, it's the cloud. Yes.
0: For me, I could access it anywhere as long as I have some sort of internet connection. But for other people, not as as much cloudish as they think it is.
1: No. I I don't have anything else to add to that. I mean, that's Actually, what I would do. I I all right. So, can I create a caveat of not letting you have a tablet either? So I can't have a smartphone, I can't have a tablet. Yes. Uh, so what about wearables? I don't know. It I mean, the wearable without the phone attached to it is a little less powerful.
0: Yes. Is there any way of doing anything with a Google Glass that's you know not
1: when it's attached to your phone? It, it has no Wi-Fi connection, just the Bluetooth to a phone. Okay, that's my so understanding of it. I don't. So the Google don't Glass know the gets technology. dumb. My my wearable watch gets dumb pretty right. quickly. Yeah, I mean, so basically, what you're saying is you can't use like Android OS. <laughs> Yeah. Um so and I, the iOS I'd, too. Could I'd have Apple to watch. What I'd have to do is ask what if I make my own computer to to take with me, or is that then a tablet? It's just I feel like you're just then expanding okay, so
0: phone, you expanded to a tablet. Oh, we can't use a tablet? All right, so, I'll expand it to so a so laptop. The real
1: the real thing is you can't have mobile te- mobile computing technology. Yeah, if you couldn't Is, is that your th- caveat? Is that that's how you want to limit it as you Well I feel
0: it. like that's the that's the next logical step. Okay, we start with this moment we go to a tablet. Okay, can't have a tablet go to a laptop. Okay, you can't have a laptop. Then what?
1: Um I I mean I guess I have a phone to make phone calls and I carry a laptop. Like I wouldn't carry it with me everywhere, but basically it's it's go back in time 8 years. Yeah, and then you, I would have to learn to do other things while waiting in line. Right. I mean like I'd have a pad of paper if I want to take notes. I'd probably try and carry a notepad with me. I actually do that for work, and that that actually
0: helps out a lot more than I originally thought it would.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. It's it's highly encouraged where I work that you always have something to write with and write on. I literally have a
0: uh, pack of notebooks here, literally sitting on top of my computer. Eighty sheets in each one. They're yep. four and a half by three and a quarter inches. Yep. These things are amazing. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I mean, that's what I—that's what I'd do—is go back eight years and live like I did then. I'd probably also carry like my Game Boy with me more uh, frequently. Yes, and by that I mean my Nintendo DS, because it's not a Game Boy. So
0: you would just, like I said before, you would just augment the smartphone-ness into other items.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That, have, that, were, paper that existed and before,
0: before the convergence of everything into the smartphone. Yep. Would you carry a point-and-shoot camera then as well?
1: Not often, but yeah. I'd take fewer pictures. I'd probably take more care with my pictures and, and try and compose them a little better.
0: Yeah, this question is a little weird because like, what would you do if you were not allowed a smartphone? Well, I'd go back
1: to what life was like before a smartphone. Before a smartphone, right. Like, we survived I have not become so dependent on this thing. Um, now the question know. is: What if our future hypothetical children would not survive as well? Yeah. All right, but I think that's it.
0: So you would think that today's youth would not have it any harder than they, we would
1: have it. They would survive. Okay. The human race is flexible. Very true. Which is why I'm going with the. Uh, oh, what was it? It's not the. Yeah, it's the the purity trait. I think is what I'm going for in in Civ harmony and or purity. What? Ha ha ha! Go play Civ. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Yep. All
0: right, that's a wrap. This is episode three hundred and eighty-four, recorded live on November first, twenty fourteen.
1: Okay, that's it. Random topic.
0: Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Hold on. Where the? Tell us my sticky. Oh, damn it, Chrome. Do you ever have that where Chrome decides to just you know take over your desktop? Nope. Oh, maybe it's just me. Um, random topic. What X-Men power would you want? And in parentheses, it says, doesn't mean that you get their personality. So, I could get Wolverine, but I don't have to be Wolverine.
2: Right. So, you you would want just the healing, because that is his mutant power.
0: Well, no, I'm just saying in general, I I could pick Wolverine's superpower, or I could pick... Yeah, which is healing. Yes. Doesn't he have greater strength as well, or no? No.
1: No. He's just in, I mean, in, in comic book terms, I think he's considered in, like, peak physical condition. Okay. Although he might not even be that. Like, he's not super strong. He just can't really get hurt that much. Right. God, so how many,
0: geez, is it, there's a lot of X-Men. It's
1: specifically X-Men, right?
0: Yeah, that specifically says Damn. X-Men. Which there is, a you know, a decent number of X-Men members. Oh, there's hundreds,
1: hundreds of X-Men.
0: Is there? Uh, there's a literally a list of a list of X Men members Wikipedia article. Yep. And there's a lot. Oh my God! There's a lot. Yep. God, what would I want? That is the question.
2: I'm thinking Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's the the teleportation, right? Yeah. Yep.
0: That could be interesting.
2: Well, I mean, depends. Is Apocalypse still in Nightcrawler's alternate dimension? What?
1: I thought is. Look, no, but it's not an- saying be in the. It, you're not in the mythos. It's just you have that power. Yep, but
2: part of having that power. Oh no, that would be an interesting one, though. But you can't teleport that far. Yeah, but if I can teleport as far as I can see, I
1: can just keep teleporting.
0: True. Uh. This is an excellent question. God, this list is just forever. It's like, what, <laughs> what superpower do you want? We can probably find somebody on the X-Men roster. Yeah, who, like uh, pick
1: a superpower. Someone on X-Men
2: has it. Yeah, I'd probably go with Forge's power, considering most of his ability is in inventing crap.
1: Is Deadpool, I know at one point he worked with the X-Men. Is he technically part of X-Men? No. Mm-hmm.
0: Looking, I'm looking. Nope, he's an ally. He's an honorary member. Does that count for the purpose of this question? I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, does honorary knighthood actually make you a knight? I don't know. Would it be wrong to pick a mimic?
1: I was just about to say that. (laughs) I don't see how that would be wrong. And, like, you have all the original X-Men powers. Well,
0: you have to be able to, you know, basically absorb their powers and then be able to use it. Well, that's rogue. Well, I thought Mimic had to do that as well. I don't
1: know if he had to absorb them or not.
0: Shows how much I know of the 1960s.
1: Let's see.
0: Powers and abilities. Okay, mimic is able to copy the knowledge, skills, and powers of every individual within a certain range of him. In his first appearance, he needed to get within about five feet to initially copy someone's powers. Once he copied them, he could retain abilities so as long as he stayed within several
1: miles of them.
2: So he actually has some limits. Yes. But now, is it just their powers, or can he? He says he is it just knowledge, mutants? powers, and abilities. So I mean, he could copy anybody.
1: Yes. Well, tests would get really easy, as long as the proctor knew the answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, but how often do you take a test where the proctor actually knows the answer?
2: Or there are other test takers. True. Just get the knowledge of everyone in the room. Yep. And you'll retain it because you're with still within them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you just have to make sure that the teacher knew all their crap, absorbed their knowledge, and then take the test.
3: So That
0: would be interesting, or you could do... Uh, Vulcan would be interesting as well. What's his ability? Uh, manipulating different types of energy on a vast scale. Okay. If <laughs> so you think about it, he can control electromagnetic energy. He could control radio waves on a vast... He could be, especially in a more technologically advanced society, he could be He could be something. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't have anything else to add. You still, you're still going to go with Nightcrawler?
1: I think I'm still going to go with Nightcrawler.
2: Nightcrawler right. or Wolverine or Deadpool if he's allowed. <laughs> I... I'd be inclined to go with either mimic or mystique, but mystique primarily just for the ability to change my voice. That'd be wait to change your voice. And, What's wrong uh, with your voice? Oh no, it just would add multiple facets to my job. Ah, you could do the full interview just yourself. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, how many times do you hear about audio recordings released of somebody saying something, and then that person gets in hot water because of it? You could be a quite a political manipulator at that point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but as soon as the truth comes out, no one would trust anything they heard. Yep.
2: I was just thinking for commercial purposes.
0: No, yeah, commercial purposes, that makes sense, yeah. We need somebody who looks like Robert Downey Jr., but we can't get Dun- Robert Downey Jr.
2: I got gotcha. you. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm just a dude disguised as a dude disguised as another dude.
0: <laughs> oh, traffic thunder. <sighs> So I can't okay. believe he got. I can't believe he got Oscar nominated for that. That just, that just did not seem right. Why? I don't know because it's that uh, the Oscars and the comedies just don't seem to line up. Comedies should be able to win Oscars. Yeah, but they don't.
1: <laughs> so well, don't it's maybe it's because of attitudes like that, Andy. <laughs> Your negativity.
0: But yeah, I'm going I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Vulcan. I feel like being able to control the electromagnetic spectrum with the amount of stuff that's being transported on the electromagnetic spectrum now.
1: You do realize that just because you can manipulate it doesn't mean you can decode it. True, but I could I could scramble it, I could redirect it, I could create it. You can cause people to drop signal. Like that that would be the extent of the power. You could not listen into phone calls, you could not uh, make network connections. You would be limited to, hey, there's something going on over there. And even that, I mean, it's think about it this way, Andy. You can see the visible spectrum. Being able to see other spectrums is exactly the same. Just there'd be more. I can create electricity. That would be helpful. So you're going to go to like the third world and just give them free power? Maybe. <laughs>
0: I'm reading up on the rest of these things here, but
1: no, okay. I, I, think it'd be Andy, let's, I think we should probably just call it then. Yeah,
0: whenever we get into comics, we can go so far, but then we can go no farther. This far. <laughs> well, Jake, thanks for uh, hanging out with us. For hanging out. Oh, anytime. You know, when you're in a decent time zone that, you know, isn't.
2: Well, no, just when I know I'm not working or sleeping when you are doing it. True.
0: All right. Well, I guess uh, that's a wrap then. This is episode 386, recorded live on Sunday, November 16th, 2014.
1: I not know, but we should probably get to the random topic. Yeah.
0: All right. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Yes. If you die and discover you are perpetually recording an episode of the Random Access podcast, do you think you are in heaven or hell? Purgatory is not an option, huh? I guess Not.
1: So, I guess we're
0: either hitting Dante's Inferno, or oh, what's the paradise? Is it paradise?
1: I don't know. So so just kind of thinking about that, from your perspective, we are continually recording it means that you never have to edit it. So basically, it's you are stuck with your co-host talking about things that you enjoy for eternity. Yes.
0: But A, is time still passing in a normal fashion, i.e., are we still going to get topics? <laughs>
1: Or do we have to stretch our existing topics to eternity? Uh, I'm going to go with we can continue to add topics as they come up.
2: Mm.
0: I'm not sure. because, Well, especially since the headphones that I am currently wearing start to get, because of my glasses, start to get painful after a while. Like even now, they're starting to bug me because I was uh, earlier watching an episode of Arrow. So I feel like if I had to keep these headphones on for eternity, I, oh. Uh,
1: see, I I imagine, like, because it's either eternal punishment. Yes. Right? That would be hell. Or it's eternal reward. So I'm thinking, like, in the heaven version of it, topics are coming to us. We can sit here. Guests will appear and disappear. uh Food appears. We could take, like, breaks every couple of minutes and just put on, like, a random topic recap halfway through the editing we, happens automatically.
0: Yeah, the, the editing would have to happen automatically then, because I can't edit it while I'm right. recording. Well, but it. that's that,
1: that's heaven, right? That's the eternal reward. The eternal punishment would just be like we are stuck here and have to edit and record at the same time. I feel like if this was if it was not an ideal situation of all the stipulations
0: that you just previously mentioned, it would be hell. It would be hell. Yeah. Yeah. But there would have to be some big caveats for it to be but heaven.
1: The the other side of it of like you get to spend eternity chatting with your friend, just talking about cool stuff that interests you, that premise of it would be eternal reward. Yes. The you have to produce a show continuously that part would be hell yes oh yes does that satisfy this topic i do believe so yeah it's- and neither of us feel bad for saying that it would be hell because it wouldn't be hell in that we are there with our our co-hosts it would just be hell because we'd have to do all the behind the scenes work while we were recording
0: and the, the physical ability of me trying to do this for forever yep would be very taxing on the mind body and soul yep
1: all right. Well,
0: thank God that. that this is not an internal episode, though. An means internal an finally, eternal? What? Eternal, right? Yeah, that's what I said, right? I heard internal. Oh. I don't know what an internal episode is. It's an episode where I just sit and staring at the microphone and have it in your head. In my head.
1: Andy, you might need a vacation. Oh, what's the line from Birdcage? An eclectic. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen Birdcage? I know I should. Martha Graham, Martha Graham, Martha Graham. Anyway, yeah, Twyla. Andy. It's an eclectic thing with the dance, but you keep it all in here.
0: Okay, all done? Yes, I'm all done. This is a wrap. This is episode 387, recorded live on Saturday, November 22nd, 2014.
1: Random topic?
0: Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Yes. Yes you were just given a yacht. <gasps> a yacht A yacht. A yacht. Yes. That's it sure is it. Yar. Yar is a sailing term. Not not Yar a is a pirate term. No, Yar is actually a sailing term. Look it up. Yar. No Yar
1: a Yar. NICA, YAR.
0: Nautical. Responding easily. Maneuverable. Used. Easy to handle.
1: Quick to the
0: helm. It sure is yar. Okay. You learn something new every day. By watching High Society. Actually failure to launch. Okay. (laughs) Which referenced High Society. And you got that from Kate, I'm guessing. Yes.
1: Oh, I totally did. I
0: was like, I hear typing and suddenly Dave has the answer. (laughs) Hmm. So. So you were just given a yacht. Yay. What? Crap, I have to pay property taxes on it. (laughs) What would you name it? The SS for sale. <laughs> I just give it a yacht. Damn it! I don't. You know, I can't hey, afford a yacht. <laughs> where are you going to store this yacht? Where are you going to? you going to put this on what? Lake Madison? Uh, there there is no Lake Madison. There is Lake Menona and ah. Lake Mendota. Okay, so there's two of them in Madison.
1: Uh, there's way more than two, but those are the two biggest. Okay. Uh Mendota, Lake Mendota. Give me the info on lake. It's a huge lake. I mean, it's not a great lake, but it is a large lake. Lake Mendota. uh, Maximum depth 83 feet. So it's 25 meters deep. Uh, 21 miles of shoreline. 15.21 square miles. Yep. No surface area. Yeah. You're looking at Menona. Oh, Menona is 15 square miles. No, Mendota, is... M-E-N-D-O-T-A, right? I have 40 square miles. Oh, sorry. That's 40 square kilometers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's about right. Shut up. I can read. I swear. So 40 square kilometers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would you put it on that lake? Yes. There is a small problem with that, though. What? Mendota is a freshwater lake. Okay. It was three degrees outside yesterday. It was frozen. The lake freezes fairly quickly.
0: With the average freeze date of December 20th, Lake Mendota is used by winter sports enthusiasts for ice boating, ice skating, ice fishing, cross country skiing, ice hockey, and snow kiting. There are two major marinas serving the lake, though, so you could store it at the marina.
1: Yes. Except that I don't know if those marinas can handle a yacht. Well, what what is a? How's how there a specification for a yacht? What what is the technical definition of a yacht? A recreational boat or ship.
0: Yachts' length very range from thirty nine feet in length up to hundreds of feet.
1: Oh yeah, no, I could if it, if it were a small yacht, I could fit it on the lake and yeah. keep it at the marina. That's fine.
0: Crafts smaller than twelve meters are most commonly called a cabin cruiser or simply a cruiser.
1: So you've been given a yacht. Yes,
0: forty feet of boat
1: maybe like 60 feet okay 60 feet 60 60 foot like that's a big boat right 60 foot long boat that's a big boat yeah okay what do you name it what do you name the boat well if if it's a yacht with a sail on it a sailing yacht yes i might actually name it for sale s-a-i-l if i was given a yacht
0: what would i name it yahtzee yahtzee yahtzee
1: would there be like a hyphen between them yes and a bunch of dice around them? No, Yahtzee. Y a c h t right. c h t dash S-E-A, yes. Right. I'm asking, would you have pictures of dice around that? Yes,
0: of course. You would have to have two dice on either side. Okay.
1: All saying the same number? Yes. Okay. Yahtzee.
0: Yahtzee. There I we go. It. That's, a,
1: that's, a, that's, that's a good pun. I, the, the problem with that one? Yeah? I'm willing to bet it exists. Oh, I don't
0: doubt it. I let's, let's just even just Google it, see what comes up. There is, in fact, a
1: restaurant called the Yahtzee Grill. It's the first one that comes up on Google.
0: Ah, down in Florida. Okay, the Yahtzee Grill. Ha ha ha. Say okay, minus Grill. See what comes up. Ta-da. Yahtzee, a yacht rock band group. <laughs> what? What? Yahtzee, a yacht rock band. The hell is it? Yahtzee band. Okay, let's see what this the hell is this about. There's a Yahtzee band already. Hmm. Oh, the website is non-existent. Okay.
1: I would, I would. will. I will add this, though. I'm going to send you a YouTube video. If you search for expandable round dining table. Oh, yes. Those are amazing. This is the kind of table I would have on the yacht. There are evidently instructions for making one of those yourself. I don't doubt it question is, do you have the woodworking skills to handle it? I do not. <laughs> I definitely, definitely do not have the skills for that. That is like some serious, serious crafting. That is a big table. And it,
0: like, you wouldn't be able to even reach the center of the table once it's expanded. Oh, sure you would. You just shrink the table again.
1: <laughs> Until like, everything... Like, Everyone, make sure that your plates are on every other wedge. Let's collapse the table. All right, pass the food and expand. Except all
0: the stuff that's in the center of the table gets sucked down.
1: <laughs> that's why you have to make sure everything's on the uh, the right pedestal, the 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 uh, right wedge.
0: Well, then you you're not gonna be able to use the center of the table then.
1: No. <laughs> Man, that is just so impressive though to watch that. So yeah. Yeah, I'm from that angle there are just no seams whatsoever. Yeah, I'm
0: still going with the Yahtzee. Okay. I'm I'm I like for sale. What happens if it didn't have a sale? Then I would have to come up with a new name, wouldn't I?
1: Yes. Not for sale. Not for sale. <laughs> I like it. I think I might actually do that anyway. All right, I think that's everything then. Yep, I guess that's a wrap. Not for sale.
0: (laughs) This is episode 389, recorded live on Saturday, December 6th, 2014.
1: All right, let's hit the topic.
0: The random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What research paper have you written that you are the most proud of?
1: Do you know how long it's been since I've written a research paper?
0: I can't even... I'm trying to think of the last like serious paper that I wrote. What was the last? I did a I did a paper. Yeah, it was a ten-page paper on the history of magnetic storage. Is that really a research paper though? That was kind of more of a. That was more
1: of a, just like a study paper. I don't know. It's... I don't think there? I've written an honest-to-God research paper since 11th grade.
0: I just want to know what a research paper... What is a research paper? All right here we go. It's a
1: paper that you do research for where you uh, start off by establishing a statement and you use the research to back it up.
0: So it's kind of like a, a, I have a hypothesis that the fall of the Roman Empire was um, quickened by the lead poisoning in their pipes. Sure. Okay, and then I would have to do research to...
1: Or it, not that you have to do research, but you have to use research. I mean, by using research, you're really doing research, but you're researching the research. So then I
0: would bring up research on what lead poisoning does to the human psyche. Try and find research that people have done on lead in Roman pipes, lead in Roman pipes, the increase of lead usage in Rome and that sort of stuff there. And I'd have to try and combine it all together to say, yes, lead pipes helped everybody in Rome go faster or crazy or faster. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't really done
1: anything like that. You took research seminar. Yes. That's what you were supposed to do in all of research seminar. Yes. But as we talked about, my GPA was low. You also didn't have Mr. Marcero. You had no, Mr. No, I Hill. I had, I had Hill. You which... had research sem light.
0: Yeah. I had a lot of stuff like that, where I had like doc block light, yep, which was funny because there was a bunch of us who were basically taking that stuff they were like, Oh yeah, we're all doing doc block light, and we all we all knew it, um yeah, I took research sem light, so I'm not sure like the the last time I wrote an honest to goodness research paper, I can't think of anything I did. I did studies. The paper I'm most proud of, I did a study of the day the earth stood still, comparing that to the type of society at the time that it was released. But that, I did some research on that one, but most of my papers are on. The historical nature of how things were and how why they disappeared, okay, or actually didn't disappear. Turns out, magnetic tape is actually used by Google a lot.
1: Yes, because it's really good for long-term storage of a lot of data.
0: Yes, of data you don't. Of data you also don't need to access randomly.
1: Right. It is terrible at data retrieval. Yes,
0: unless you know you want the first thing on the disk, then it's (laughs) then it's not bad. But if you want something on the on the on the end of the disk. Or random stuff in the middle, then you're screwed.
1: Yep. If you or just random stuff on the disc. Yes.
0: Or on the tape. It's not a, disc. It's tape. a disc.
1: <clears throat> okay. Uh so eleventh grade? Probably that was probably the last time I wrote a serious research paper. I, I think I got an A on one paper in Research SEM. That would be the one I am most proud of.
0: I think I'm most proud from Research SEM, um, well, not of my papers because they were crap, but my ability to hunt down the information. It's a good skill. Yeah, that's the, one, that's the one thing Research SEM taught me was, okay, you need to find out this information. Where the hell are you going to look? Because there's a lot of stuff out there. It's like, okay, so you went to the CQ researchers, you did this, that, and the other thing. But it's like, all right, so where else am I going to look? That was the the one bonus. But yeah, the, the actual research, I I don't think I'm proud of any of research paper I've actually written. Okay. If we're talking specifically research papers, yeah.
1: We we are indeed specifically talking about research papers.
0: Yeah, so I'm not I'm not proud of any of that.
1: Okay. They're they're bad. It's been a long I never really had to do them in college. Like why did I have to write any research papers while I was doing ed? Well what papers did you have to write in college? I don't remember.
0: Had to write papers for English Lit, but that was just basically about the books we read and our thoughts of why the wall was blue versus any other color, or why why did the author choose this, that, or the other? Because
1: they felt like
0: it. Yeah, some of the stuff there, I had some, like, <laughs> most of the time I just told the, the, the professor, a cigar is a cigar is a cigar.
1: Unless it's not a cigar.
0: <laughs> Unless it's my mom. Wait.
1: Oh, it's not in there.
0: are Are you actually like looking for papers now
1: yeah they're on my drive somewhere there's some econ stuff
0: i'm just gonna search my computer for all word documents
1: i have stuff in chinese what the frick? assessments uh, explaining concepts classroom norms the hell is this Uh, i've got some essays on here i have my independent study proposal
0: i've got a word document labeled thanksgiving recipes Hmm, what's in here Thanksgiving recipes, stuffing. Oh, how to make stuffing. How to do turkey. Hey, look at that.
1: Here's my proposal for a six-credit independent study that I got an a in AN. Ah. in. I
0: should add our mashed potatoes to this list. We've got turkey, we got stuffing, we got to add what mashed potatoes, yams, and green beans, and that's the that's the five staples, right? What the five staples of Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, yams, and green beans.
1: Disagree, but okay. Wait,
0: okay. So what 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 is the staple of a Thanksgiving dinner? Turkey. Turkey. Really? That's it? Turkey? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, and even that—that's not really a staple. That's that's a commonality.
0: You're not even gonna go with mashed pot I feel like mashed pot if you have a
1: Thanksgiving dinner, you have to have mashed potatoes. Do you agree that our first second Thanksgiving was still a Thanksgiving dinner? I don't know what the first one was. That was I, I think it is far more important for a Thanksgiving dinner to have a group of people that you are thankful to be with than any of the food, including the turkey.
0: True. It's it's still Thanksgiving, even if your turkey gets attacked by the dog. Yep. All right. All right. I'll agree. I'll agree with you on that one. But if had the classic Thanksgiving dinner, it's those five things. I feel like you get those five things right. You got it. Sure. Yeah. Fine. I I can I can give you that. It's the classic. All right. Sorry. That's just it's what's with us in food. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm looking through my stuff here and I do not have much in the way of Word documents on my computer here. So who knows? I've got six different versions of my resume, though, on here.
1: (laughs) You should always tailor a resume directly to the the thing that you're applying for. I know, which is why I've got six versions on here. Yep.
0: All right. I think that's it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's it as well. Okay. Well, that's a wrap. This is episode 390, recorded live on Saturday, December 13th, 2014.
1: So, random topic.
0: Random topic. We're all ahead of time. Dave is not pleased with this random topic. No. But it is Common Core Math. Specifically math. Yes, specifically. Not just common core, but no. common
1: core math.
0: Yes, specifically common core math.
1: Who posted this topic?
0: Nobody you know. It's one of our listeners. Which My listener? guess is probably through PAX. They want to hear about common core math. Common core math. My guess is because A, you being a math teacher. Yeah. Why do they want common core math? I I don't understand what the hell common core math is.
1: Do you remember new math? No. There's new math. Oh, God. All right. So common core math yes is the new style and techniques of teaching there it is it is called teaching the common core Um, It is the the kind of standard package that states are now requiring their schools to do. So when we were in high school, there were certain things that we had to be taught. They were required. Things like in geometry, you have to know this. You have to be able to do that. You have to understand this. Those were things that we had to know. Right. When you were in geometry, you learned that. Uh, The sum of the exterior angles of a regular polygon or any closed polygon is 360 degrees. Yes. You might not remember that, but you learned it. Common Core is the same idea of we are going to require that you learn things. Okay, whatever. That's how schools have been for a long time. Common Core is also a set of techniques that they want them to learn. So if you uh, let me see if I can remember what one of them's called. It's like box multiplication. Yeah. If you go and you, you look up box multiplication, that's an example of something that they've been doing with Common Core.
0: Box multiplication, okay, oh, that's
1: something. Yeah, use the box method to find 55 times 16, so you do 50, 5, 10, 6, and then, and then, then you and multiply multiple. those together, because those are easier to multiply, so five, uh, 50 times 10 is 500, 50, uh, 5 times 10 is 50, and when you add those together, it's 550, 50 times 6 is 300, 5 times 6 is 30, add them together is 330, and then you add those together, and you get 880. Yeah. <laughs> or the uh, the jump method for subtraction, for addition and subtraction. How far apart are 22 and 87? That's at that? uh, 55. Right. So how do you do it? Well, uh, 22, I want to get up to 87. So I'll add 8 because that makes it 30, okay. and then I just add 10s until I get to 80, so it's five tens, and then I want to get back to, what did I say, 87? Yes. So I add another 7.
0: Or I could just, you know, go from 22 up to 82, which is 50, and then...
1: Uh, 22 to 82? Yes. It's not 50. Sorry, that's 60, isn't it? There you go. 87 oh, no, minus it's 60, 22. It's
0: 65, not 55. Yeah, 60, oh, right. 87 minus
1: 22. Yeah, sorry. Did I do eighty two twenty seven? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. But regardless, it's math. like Who cares. That's it, why I don't get it. I'm not happy with Common Core. I'm not happy with the techniques. I, I think that we're continuously moving backwards in our mathematics education. I think we are removing the fun from math. I just want to know whose
0: idea was it that this is the standard? Is there a board behind
1: Common core or yeah, yeah. theoretically it was a team of experts well who are these experts I don't know
0: understanding how the common core was created all right process. development process state leaders including governors and state commissioners of education from 48 states two yeah. territories oh.
1: yeah so you start bringing governors into that and and directors of education who may not have been teachers for the last 20 years yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, politics. Like I said, all you can do is bitch. When did you say that? I said it in the IRC yesterday. Oh, okay. probably we're not in at the time. I was not. What client are you using for IRC? Hexchat. It's, Hexchat. Yeah, I used to use Xchat too, which was a split off of Xchat, which actually cost money. But XChat 2 was a bri- was a fork of it, basically. And HexChat is a fork of that? Yeah, because the guy stopped working with XChat 2. So somebody else took XChat 2, upgraded it to work on modern systems,
1: and called it HexChat. Okay, and that's, that's a good way to do it? Yeah. I've well, been using Mibit, and the problem with that is I need to leave the computer on, I need to leave the browser
0: open... Well, HexChat's entirely open source, and it's also I think it's I think it's GPL. Um, I really don't
1: care about the license.
0: Well, when you start working with commercial stuff, there I don't want to have anything on any of my computers that isn't supposed to be there for work. Okay. So HexChat being you know um, open source and under the GPL license, I'm able to use. Plus, there's a lot of uh, scripting you can do with that. Cause it, it takes I think you can do Perl and a couple other things. But that is neither here nor there. It's common Common core math. It's a different way of doing math. It's not what we learned. It's going to be interesting when we have kids. <laughs> Kate, is, Kate is currently staring at me petting a Tribble. What? Yes.
1: Why does Kate have a Tribble? She
0: got it for her birthday. Aww. Happy birthday, Kate. Yes, it is the 2014 model Tribble. Okay. Also, warning, keep out of reach of Klingons, according to the box. Cute. Yeah.
1: Adorable. I thought about getting a Tribble for Laz. I think he would enjoy it. As he slowly ate it all. Yes, especially if it squeaked or, or did the Tribble cooing and purring as he bit down into it. Hmm, I don't know.
0: So, come Core math. Anything else you want to leave it on, other than no? It's stupid.
1: Yes.
3: Okay. All
0: right. Well, I uh, I guess that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast.